Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and across from me, as always, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Not as good as Bruno Mars, but I'm pretty mm, good. That's what I like. That's what I like. I'll tell you what, I should have been on uh, I should have been on Dancing with the Stars or or something that sings. Dancing with the Stars, you don't sing, I assume, but uh yeah, I should I should have definitely been on American Idol. Um You should have been on Dancing with the Stars as well. You're well, a fantastic. I, yeah, fantastic. Dancer. Yeah. I got uh I got moves like Jagger. <laughs> so uh we are here today. Uh welcome back. We are gonna not we will not be here next Wednesday. So uh, if you if you check in and and listen every week, no show next week. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bummer. But you know it'd be a nice little vacation for us. I, th- I feel like you need a vacation from me. <laughs> I don't feel like I need a vacation from you. <laughs> but if you do listen every week or watch every week, first of all, thank you. Yes. Second of all, sorry, we're gonna take a little break next week. Do something good with your time uh, at ten thirty on. Wednesday yeah, night do something week. way more productive than watch us. But, read, read a book or do hey, something good for your life. Listen to us. I say watch us. Really, it's listen to us because we are on yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, that's kind of the main platform that we do this on. Uh, Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Check us out. Subscribe. Win yourself a free T-shirt. Uh, you can also catch us on iTunes, Apple uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, we are on YouTube as well as CastBox. And if there's any other way that you listen to podcasts, let me know. Mm-hmm. Let us know, and we will uh, we'll get on it for you. Um, yeah, so let's get started, brother. Uh, we got a we got a busy day here. Let's start with mm-hmm. my favorite part of the day, which is the ugliest man in baseball contest. And we uh, have ended the final four. No, I apologize. The elite eight is now over. Rob Malicote has won the number four seed. Barely squeaks by the number five seed, Andy Etchabarn. Rob Malicote. I was a little nervous about this guy, but he is uh, apparently he's over underrated ugly because he's he's kicking he's kicking some butt on the ugly side of things. Made it to the semifinals. Semifinals. So he's going to be in the final four, but unfortunately, what he gets for that is he gets to play Don Mossy, who is without a doubt. It, this is going to be a one-two final, right? I mean, because Willie McGee is up against Ron Robinson after this. So I don't. Ron Robinson surprised me. He's the only upset so far in this ugly competition, and uh, there, I got a lot of people telling me they think Willie McGee is going down. Dude, Willie McGee is going to win this. I'm just telling you. You've been sticking by that every week. You've been sticking by that. I'm telling you. I'm thinking Ron Robinson too. Dude, Ron Robinson is not uglier than Willie McGee. There's no possible way. Well, the uh... have you looked Willie McGee in the eye in a baseball card? It was, because it's hard to do. You can only look at one at a time. I have not looked him in the eye on a baseball card. But uh, you know who's going to decide this is the Nosebleeds listeners slash followers on Facebook. That's right. So jump on Facebook uh, if you if you like us, if you follow us, if you are a friend of the Nosebleeds. Jump on there. It will be on, and you can uh, you can vote just like we've done this whole time. Now, we will not be here next week, but next week will be Andy Etch- or will be Willie McGee. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, right. next week will be Willie McGee and Ron Robinson. So that'll be the that'll be the big one. This week's not going to be Don Mossy, Rob Malicote. Let's go and find out. Please get out there and vote cuz we all love ugly people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, anybody who loves me 
Love ugly people. There you go. All right, well, let's jump off, man. Let's get into football. Uh, everybody knows that football is our deal, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we, me and Adam have a bet, uh, so we're going against the spread every week. We pick three teams. This uh, week was was not nearly as good as last week. We each went 2-1 and one last week. This week we are both 1-2, and two. so we're still tied. We're tied exactly 500, so um, – that's not bad though. We're we're all right. We got a long season left. Long season left. Uh do you want to get into who your picks are for this coming week three of the NFL? Sure. Uh what do you got? So I've got uh Miami. They're a three point favorite against Oakland. They're at home. I'm taking them uh to uh win that game by more than three points. For sure. More than three points. Yes. Okay. Who else you got? My second. <laughs> you just done there? You only taking one, one this week? I'm taking them three times, actually. Taking them three times. Okay, that's your stone-cold lead pipe <laughs> lock of the week. That's right. Okay, my other one, uh, Tampa Bay is at home. They are uh, a one-point underdog to Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay has scored their brains out. Uh, the first two weeks. So this is like an. This is so easy. To and me. Pittsburgh. Why, how, is, how in God's name are is Pittsburgh still a favorite in anything? They're a train wreck right now as a team, on and off the field. Yes. <laughs> um, which we'll get to in a little bit, but yeah. So I that was a pretty easy one for me. Okay. Um, the last one I'm taking. I, I kind of made a promise to myself that most of the time, most weeks, my first look is going to be whoever's playing against the Browns. Um. I'm going to go ahead and stick with that for at least this week again. Okay. So I'm taking the Jets. You They're- realize that that the spread is not like – it's this is not Survivor. Like you just pick the team that's playing the worst team in football. No, it's, I know. It's, it's, no, I look okay. at the, no, I look okay. at the spread. Okay, I mean, I mean, okay. Yeah, I don't right. – yeah. If, if the Jets were, uh, you know, 50-point favorites, no, I wouldn't take that. But they are a three-point underdog to Cleveland because Cleveland's at home. Uh, I'm taking the Jets in that game. I think they're going to win straight up, so I'm, uh, I've got the Jets in that one. So the Jets, uh, I didn't even look at that game, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. So Cleveland, yeah, they have Cleveland as the favorite in that game. I don't, I don't blame you. That's that's a good-looking game. All right, so uh, that'll take, to me, I'm going with Tampa Bay plus one as well. Uh, and then I'm jumping with New England, minus six and a half uh, against who is uh, they are playing I just had it uh, at Detroit they're at Detroit Detroit I don't know I feel like this week New England comes back and plays a little bit better football so I'm going to take them uh, and then we are going to also go with uh, I'm going with uh, do do the other game was going to be Kansas City minus six and a half uh, in Kansas City against San Francisco so there you go. There's wow. our picks. Now don't follow on these because we're we're only three and three. But whoever wins this, uh, we're we're gonna make a bet here eventually. There's gonna be something bet on this, whether it is, uh, you know, I gotta you gotta do a show with your shirt off or something like that. I don't know. We'll go figure <laughs> something. So if anybody's got any ideas, I have to eat a piece of broccoli or something. I'd rather do the shirt with my show or show with my shirt off. I think shirt with your show off. Well, yeah. if anybody's got any ideas on what kind of hilarious bet would be good, Adam, uh, you know, I'll do a show in a speedo. I don't care if I lose. You know, we gotta find something. So we'll we'll figure out something to do and uh, and go from there. All right. So mm-hmm. there you go. So let's let's talk about the Bengals because the Bengals this week, 
I'll tell you, 2-0, I said they were going to be 11-5. That was my that was my pick at the beginning of the year. Start. I'm telling you, my boys are looking good. My boys are looking good. They are. So, here's the deal. This is a big week because Mixon goes down. Not only does Mixon go down, but everybody's talking about the third string guy uh, who now has uh, just been waived, who will probably go through waivers, and once he goes through waivers, they'll put him on the IR, leaving them with just Giovanni Bernard. So, they picked up. Thomas Rawls off of waivers. Uh, he got cut by the Jets in preseason. So year and they signed their uh, rookie, uh, a rookie running back that they drafted, who was on the practice squad. This is going to be a tough week for the Bengals in the run game. They're playing against Carolina, who has a good defense, always has a good defense. Luke Keekley, um, say next guy. So you know um, this this is going to be a tough week for the boys. So it's definitely going to come down to Andy's arm. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You agree? I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I still think they can – They well, they have to get something going with Giovanni Bernard. I, I think they, they can't do it by passing 80% of the time, I don't think. I think you have to establish some kind of run game. Otherwise, that defense is way too good to, to just give up a you know 400-yard game or whatever you're going to need from Andy Dalton to win this game right. without Joe Mixon in there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of, if I'm picking a straight up winner in this game, I'm probably taking Carolina in this game, to be honest with you. You're going to take Carolina, huh? I think so. Just, you know, they have, they are a good team. They're a good team. They have one of the best four or five quarterbacks in the league and, and probably offensive players, period. And one of the best four or five defensive players in the league in Luke Keekley. You just mentioned him. So, um, and I mean, of course, now, one guy now the Panthers the just lost matter, last week to to the did. Falcons. So mm-hmm. I mean, and the Falcons don't get me wrong is are a good yeah, team. I don't think this is as hands down. I mean, it is in Carolina, and that's probably going to be the deciding factor yeah. in this uh, one score game. I think we both agree it's going to be a one score game. Right? Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it'll be close for sure. I, the both defenses are are legit. It's just about who's going to. Which offense can score? How about that? That is that is good. It's about who scores the most points. Do you know that? Is that whoever the, scores the most points wins the game? Is that how it works? I'm just telling you. Listen, if you want to know how things work in the NFL, you just come ask me. Whoever scores the most points wins the game. I wish we had a sounder of um, the guy, one of the guys from the Green Mile. One yeah. Of the, one of the guys. He says uh, something like, uh, "Is that how it works?" Is that how it like, works? Is that how it works? That. Yeah, it's how it works. That's one of the lines from Green Mile. All right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jim Price comes down to the turnover battle. That's exactly right. This could be in the Bengals already. I, 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 I can't remember what it was, but uh, I think it took them like six weeks to get their third turnover or something like that on the season last year, and this year they've already they've already surpassed that. So <laughs> let's let's hope that this turnover streak for the Bengals continues. And we and we jump into it, and Luke Keekley doesn't knock Andy's head off and the ball. So, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I think the I think the Bengals win this game. I think they win by three, and uh, that's exciting for me, man. This three and zero start for the Bengals. I already feel it. By the time I come back, when I get back from vacation, two weeks from now, the Bengals are going to be four and zero. Who do they have the fourth week? Uh, two tough road games. Uh, their week four is. So they got Carolina this week, and then they got the Falcons. So, yeah, back to back tough road games. They lose at tough least one road of those games. They lose at least one of those games. All right, we'll see. I, hey, 
And I'm okay. If, I'm okay with three and one too. I'm good with three and one. When you come back and they're two and two, they're going to be right in line with my prediction of eight and eight, baby. No chance. You're out of your mind. Who day? Come on now. Come on now. All <laughs> like, right. I'm rooting for him in every game. Of I course. Just don't want to give him too much credit yet. What do you think about this defensive line though? Because the defensive line, I mean, you know, that was the talk the whole beginning of the year. Uh, have they lived up to it so far? Carlos Dunlap has. There's no doubt about that. My man was all over the place last week. Yes, he was. All over the place. And the first week, too. He just got penalized every time he touched the quarterback. Burfitt gets back. Uh, is Preston – I think Preston uh, Brown's going to be back this week. Burfitt comes back in another two weeks. This is – I'm telling you, this defense is going to be – once they are 100% healthy, they are going to be unbelievable. Yes, I agree with that. Yep. And then if, if the defense is, is completely together, Burfitt is in there – then I think you win games against Carolina and Atlanta, and yeah. at least your chances go up even more. When certainly. I get back, Vontez Perfect will be back. How exciting you, is it? That's yeah. my boy. Well, Vontez yeah, Perfect you, is you my boy. You coordinated that. I did. I, I made sure that I, if I was going to miss a game and I was going to miss a show, it would be a useless show when Vontez Perfect isn't here. <laughs> so there you go. Now, so uh, in keeping with the AFC North – what do you think? This is this is the the so in in my dra- in a couple of, so so just a not you know a little pat on the back uh probably the best commissioner not commissioner probably the best general manager in fantasy football history uh, I'm one point away from starting the year ten and zero I'm nine and one in fantasy football this year after two weeks five teams nine and one not bad only missed five the one game by one point teams. yeah it's ridiculous but anyway so. Uh, I pay, I have Josh Gordon in two of these leagues. One league, everybody gave me a crooked eye when I drafted him. Mm. I'm telling you right now, my man just became the best wide receiver in football. Just with this trade. How how do the Patriots do it? A fifth round pick next year oh. for a literally a, a top five wide receiver if he keeps his head on straight. Right. And if he's going to keep his head on straight, he is at he is at the best place to do it because they keep people's head on straight in New England. I mean, they they, they reeled in Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. They they do it to everybody. I mean, this c- could not have been any better. Hey, I'm going to be Josh Gordon. You know what? I'm not going to show up to practice. And you show – oh, oh, we're the Browns. We're going to show you. We're trading you to New England. Ha, go win a, go win a ring. Congratulations. <laughs> Stupid. That's why the Browns suck. Stupid moves like that. You know what, though? From what I heard, he was and he's had issues with drugs and alcohol in the past and Who he cares? showed what well, he showed up he showed up to the facility from what I understand looking a little off. Wouldn't you be off if um, you were on the you're on a team that has not won a game in over six hundred days? Off in a different way than the rest of the players who are also on that team. <laughs> um and he also missed uh missed a meeting, I think. He missed a practice or a meeting or something like that. He 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 wasn't proving that he was improving. It's not going to happen. Um, it's not going to happen in New England. You're going this. I'm telling you right now. Tom Brady has a deep threat. They are unstoppable now. That team is unstoppable now. Well, you said if he keeps his head on straight, that's a giant if. I don't think it's as big of it as big an if as everybody's making it out to be. If I don't he, personally. If, think if so. he's still having issues with drugs and alcohol, it's going to come out. And and that's not that's the thing. If if there's one problem. If there's one problem, the Patriots are not going to tolerate it. He's going to be gone. 
Right. Well, they got nothing to lose. They lose right. a fifth round oh, pick from next year. The Browns are the ones that lose everything. And the pa- if this, if the Patriots, if he turns out to be unbelievable for the Patriots, the Browns look horrible. They look stupid because all they got was a fifth round pick for what's going to end up being one of the top three receivers in the league this year. Well, from their perspective, I don't know because they were just going to release him. They were they planned on releasing him on Monday. And and then they started when they when they they announced that before they released him. I saw that, yeah. And then they started getting calls, and they're like, "Oh, wait, I guess we could get something for him." Yeah. And the Patriots are like, "Here, we have seven picks in the first two or three rounds this year. Just take our fifth because that we're not going to need it." And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, we were just going to release the guy, so we'll take something for him." <laughs> so, really, I don't think. And if Josh Gordon was already showing some signs of having the same old problems, and you're the Browns, you want to change that culture. Right. You want to change the culture and make it more professional and make guys want to stay there. If I'm a teammate on on the Browns and I'm like, okay, we haven't won in forever, and you're just letting guys come in with whatever problems he's got where he's missing time and he's not all with it there, I, I don't want to be a part of that. It, but if you let a guy go like that and you maybe get a pick, maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't, but – at least you're showing me, okay, I'm serious about this. We're, we're trying to change the culture here. We're trying to start winning. So I, I, t- I don't think there's any problem. I have no problem with what the Browns did there. Now, yes, if, if Josh Gordon goes to the Patriots and, and does what Randy Moss they're gonna did and look, catches no. they're 15, gonna look, They're going to look like the Bengals when the Bengals release Corey Dillon and, and the Patriots pick up Corey Dillon and he, become, and he gets a second burst of energy again. <laughs> Maybe. I'm telling you, they Maybe. do it with Corey Dillon, uh, Randy Moss, uh, uh, there's, there's been others. I think Joe. Now, now the Chad Johnson. Uh, that, did that didn't work. work. That did not work. However, you you can miss one every now and then. But sure. I'm telling you, the, Josh Gordon just became a top three receiver in this league. I, you may be right. You may, you may, you may very. He might well have been right. a top three receiver in this league beforehand, but nobody talked about him because he hasn't played in two years. But this kid's unbelievable. Got to be on the field to be a top anything. That's the very. That is true. That is true. Speaking of being on the field, how about uh, your boy Antonio Brown missing practice? Huh? Yeah. Well, he's not going to miss any time. It doesn't sound like for that, but he's having an he's issue a, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what's up with yelling at his offensive? Court. Don't you love it? I love that the Steelers are having this kind of trouble. It's always the Bengals with the with the the all the crap going on. Now the Steelers have some issues. They're o one in one. I mean, this is great. This is this is it. Can't set up any better for the two and O Bengals right now. <laughs> it can't be any better. When it comes, Antonio yeah. Brown yelling at his offensive coordinator, missing practice, missing. Uh, I love it. I love every second of Mike Tomlin having to take questions and just looking like he is mad at the world, doesn't want to be there, so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Antonio Brown. You know, acted like what we've seen a lot of star wide receivers I don't know why from that position guys seem like they're they just I have to run their mouths more than everybody else or something I don't know I don't know what it is about being a wide receiver that makes you feel like you're better than everybody else or something but um Antonio Brown did throw a fit and then he didn't because yeah. he I don't know why he didn't he I think he had nine targets or something he had a I, I but he didn't they yeah, lost they, so. they weren't getting the ball to him they get as mu- maybe not as much as he wanted. Of course not. But he's losing, man. He's, but they he's, were he's, fine. He's, I mean, they they lost the game, but they were fine. They were in the game. I mean, he's they a were, competitive guy. 
and he doesn't like to lose. They're losing. Yeah, guess what? Everybody else is a competitive guy that doesn't like to lose, too. Behave like a professional, please. Oh, hey, I agree. But if you play for the Steelers, please behave like an unprofessional <laughs> so they can have all this I drama. I, 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 if you play for the Bengals, behave like a professional. Mm-hmm which usually doesn't happen either. But if you play for Pittsburgh, go on and be a little baby. Go on and be a little yeah. child. I love it. Yell and scream. Kick a – be Odell Beckham. Kick, you know, kick a, 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 a practice net and then propose to it or something. I love it. <laughs> be stupid. This is great. I love every second of it. And then he didn't show up the next day for practice or film. Film or, or whatever. Meet, for for or whatever. Uh, What was it for? Uh, he said it was for personal reasons. Rosenhaus, his agent, came out and said it was for personal – it was a personal matter or something like that. Yes, he was crying. He was a baby. Yeah. He was being so, a baby. Mike Tom, they asked that to Mike Tomlin, and he said, uh, I cannot comment on – I'm not going to comment on if it was a personal matter or if it was excused or an unexcused – so it was an unexcused abstinence. Exactly. By that, by that answer, you answered it. Thank you. We appreciate it. You guys are having trouble. I love every second of it. Did I mention that I love every second of it? I'll tell you what I like is – I like Mike Tomlin. I'll be honest with you. I like him. You like Mike Tomlin? I really do. You ha- Are you – what's oh – I like Mike Tomlin because he didn't – you know, it would be easy for him to, to, to kind of stick up for his guy and say, well, yeah, he's having personal issues or whatever, and just kind of hide it from the media. He didn't do that at all. He he was mad, and he he didn't hide it. I mean, he yeah. was like – I can't, he said, I can't wait to talk to him about this. And then he did. They had a long conversation. I think it was today after practice, yesterday or today after practice. And – um and he said they talked about it for a long time, and there's discipline involved, is what he said. But he did not there ain't no say discipline. What, it was. what he made him go run some laps or something. Come maybe, on, maybe he, he had to do run two suicides. He, he, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he gave in to the star wide receiver. I don't know. Mike Tomlin is a Mike Tomlin might be a bigger whiny crybaby than his star wide receiver is. On a, every every time I hear him on a, on a, in a news conference, he's whining and complaining about something. Yeah, I'm. You yeah, know what? If here's the deal, that. this is why I hate Mike Tomlin. And listen, I always give guys a second chance and stuff like that. But when you're a coach and somebody's running down the sideline and you stick your leg out and, perp- and try to tackle them when they're you, that that's Did cheating. He do that's, that? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's been three, wow. four years ago. You sure, that or wasn't wasn't that Woody Hayes or somebody that? did it in college a couple of years ago too. But no, Mike Tomlin did that, and uh, yeah, so that's that's the end that. of it. That's. That's beyond unsportsmanlike, and that's just you're an idiot. I don't like you, and you coach the Steelers, so I'm sorry. That's definitely unsportsmanlike. I don't like that at all. I just I just like that he's kind of a no-nonsense guy, and I like coaches that have a good sense of humor and, and like put the whole thing in perspective like, okay, we're playing football here. Who cares? But he's like really serious, and he doesn't take crap. Like I don't think he's going to let Antonio Brown get away with this. I think he'll do some sort of discipline, but apparently it's not going to be on the field because his teammates already said, yeah, he practiced the full day today, and he's part of the game plan. Maybe he misses a, uh, the first series or something. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, who knows? Know. Well, they're, they're falling apart though. That's all I love that it. Fall apart, baby. Get out of here. Fall all the way down. Let's go, Hootay Bengals, and uh, I can't wait for that Pittsburgh game. Let's let's move on though, because uh, you had one. You had a nice story in the NFL. Uh, this is this this is goes goes in a, in a direction that I don't think I've ever seen happen in my life before. Me either. So, Vontae Davis, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills. This was his 10th season. He's 30 years old, so he's a veteran. That's, okay. that's, a, his, that's a three-time longer uh, career than the average NFL career. Yeah, good. Um, so, he's got a lot of miles on him. Now, he decided at halftime of their blowout loss that he was done. 
He he retired. I, he retired at halftime and did not come back out at all for the second half, and I believe left. He that's quit. the most. That's, he quit the team and retired. He quit the team. That's exactly what he did. He quit his team. Right. He quit and, on his team. If I was a, if I was a teammate of his, I'd lose his number. I, it sounds like a lot of guys are because there were some guys that were pretty vocal about being upset about that. And I can understand that. And there were a lot of there have been a lot of former players that have spoken out about that. Some of the older guys that say, you know, there's this whole mentality, there's this culture in an NFL locker room that it's you you're in the foxhole with these guys. You are one hundred percent behind your guys and if you're and you're playing for each other. You know, you're there for each other. It's a brotherhood, it's a it's a camaraderie that's that's unlike a lot of other of other things. Um but it, there's also we know part of that culture is uh, kind of blinded by machoism or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not a culture that really works in almost any other area of life. But um, but guys, and I understand. So I and I I feel like he should have come back out for the set. You don't have to play. Tell him, look, I can't yeah, play. I'm I got done. no problem with that. You get, you decide you're done, and it's halftime. You tell the coach, look, man, I don't want to get hurt. I'm done. This is the end of it. I don't have it anymore. Don't put me back in the game. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to come out here, and I'm going to cheer my team on, and I'm going to be here for you. Mm-hmm. But he didn't come back out, just left? What the hell? What is that? That's, that's the problem I have. That's the only problem I have with it. But That's worse than Antonio Brown. The words – well, but, but if you heard all the words – that Vontae Davis said the the explanation for there's no for why, explanation for leaving unless you had unless your child was being born or somebody something happened to somebody in the family. There's no reason to leave the game. You showed up. You worked your butt. You showed up. You worked your butt off with your team all week. You you showed up for the game. You got there, and at halftime you decide you you don't want to play anymore. You don't you don't leave. Who who leaves? Why are you leaving? You shouldn't leave. Now he after a ten year. Nine plus years. I don't care career. how long you've been in the league. You've he, been in the league for thirty years. He has. You don't quit at halftime. He has played hurt. He's been that warrior mentality guy. Everybody on, on the team. Teams. Every single person on his team is the same way. But go ahead. Probably, maybe not. But anyway, ninety percent. Ninety percent. I'll I'll go with that. Um, he decided. So he knew the exact forty-seven seconds left in the first half. They had just cut the lead to 28-6, to six. so they had just scored, I guess. But he went to the bench after that series, and he said it just hit him. Uh, it just He just knew. I played right, for the worst team in the NFL. No, it just it, hit he, me. I got to get well, out of this. He said he knew right then that he didn't belong anymore. He didn't. He wasn't feeling right ahead of time anyway, and that's what a lot of people have said. You, you had to have known before yeah, the game you definitely that knew. you were done. Yeah. He didn't really know. He said it hit him hard, like suddenly. That and I think he, I think he wasn't feeling right to to begin with. He was hurt a lot of last year, and then he just signed with the Bills this offseason. Um, but he he wasn't feeling right. But he really he said it really hit him suddenly, and he knew like in that moment it hit him, and he knew I'm done right now. That was the last play I ever played in, in the NFL. And I can understand. That's like, fine. I got no problem with that. In words or whatever else you're talking, there's no problem. Hey, say whatever you want. Don't leave. That's it. It's the, listen, listen, guys, I just want to – the best thing you could have done was say, guys, I love you all. This is my last game ever. 
Uh, it's actually my last half ever. But I'm going to come out here and I'm going to uh, – you stay there with your team. You're, it's still your – that's like uh, – especially uh, like the NFL when you're with these guys and you're – I mean, it's I mean it's some brutal practices you go through. And, and the, 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 the family, you know, that everybody talks about, these are the only people you see during training camp, basically. There's no – you know, they are your family. It's all day long. And then you just up and leave? Come on, man. So So – That's crazy. So he says – Leaving was therapeutic. I I left everything the league wanted me to be, playing for my teammates while injured, the gladiator mentality, it all just popped. And when it popped, I just wanted to leave it all behind. So that's why I don't care what people say. That experience was personal and not meant for anyone else to understand. It was me, cold turkey, leaving behind an identity that I carried with me for so long. Look, you can say whatever you want and do all that. It- I, you can't. That's, I still do. No I part still of you bull. can understand where he felt like it was part of what he needed. Leaving, he needed to walk he, out on his, it. his so, career. You know. His career was done. It was cut right then and there. He. That's what he felt like. His identity as a football player was done right then, and he. Look, I I still agree. You know what this reminds stayed, me. You know what it reminds me. Because of the way he explained it, I yeah. honestly understand how it could. And he even talks about. I don't expect anybody to understand. I know people don't understand. But for me, that's what I had to do. I felt that in that moment. That's what I had to do, and I he, don't regret that decision. He just lost He just lost 54 friends. Well, and it sounds like it doesn't matter to him. It's right. what he had to do. It's what right, he needed. Then. He's going to regret it in the end. He might. He might. But right now, he feels fine Still, about it. I, and I don't I – don't, I can't understand it. I don't I can't fault understand the guy it. You know, if I'm if I'm in the way. middle of work, if I'm in the middle of a day of work and I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this place. I'm gonna work the rest of the day because that's just who I am, I guess. I don't know. A lot of people would just leave. I know a lot of people would just leave. If you know, if something happens or you just know like this I this is like debilitating to my mental state as a person, I'm I I, I can't stand it for one more minute. I have to go. Can't stand it. I have to go for another hour and a half. No, or however long it is. Another four hours, I guess, if it's a work day. But I'm talking about that in the NFL game. Another hour and a half wrap. That's well, but I couldn't half. I couldn't do it. There's no way. I could. I. I. I don't understand it. I would hope that I wouldn't do it, but I. I. It makes a little sense to me. If it's therapeutic, good for you. But uh, I suggest a therapist instead of that would be my suggestion to you. He'll he'll probably go to a therapist. I suggest. I'm hoping that he's already knowing that guy. I'm hoping he was already there. Hearing how he felt, I would hope that he was already talking to somebody. Really? For that? It sounds like my man was a little was a little shook up before the game ever started. His mental. What did he say? His mental state popped or something like that. No, he just said. He just said he. It just. He just knew it was. That was it. That was. Uh, I thought he it was said that something time. about his mental state had broken or something like that. No, his he had the gladiator mentality. It all just popped all like the he, way up until forty-seven had, seconds left in the. Just all of a sudden, he went wow. to, he okay. went hey. to his, his coach and and said, "I'm done." Right before the half, and then went into the locker room and didn't come back out because he was done. Vontae Davis, everybody. <laughs> All right, that was I, the most I think we've disagreed on something. Yeah, I, I and I, I yeah, probably. Which is totally fine. Yeah, it's good. I'm good. Yeah, it's good that it's good when you're wrong. You you have the right to your own <laughs> opinion, even if it's the wrong opinion. I don't care. All right, I'll be I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong today. All right, so swipe. This is this is my favorite part of the day. Swipe left, swipe right. Uh, 
we'll make a statement the other person swipe left swipe right to it swipe left if you don't like it swipe right if you do dates back to the eighth episode in adam's dating and website episode episode is it an episode or an episode i feel like the disney channel has episodes if it's (laughs) well if you're using an app to listen to it then it's an episode yeah it's an episode all right there you go all right so go ahead brother start start us off what do you got dill pickles oh swipe right thank you big time okay but here you go go ahead bread and butter pickles you gotta think about that. What's the well? What's the difference? I don't know if I. It's a, it's dis- they're disgusting. They taste terrible. Okay, then maybe. Okay, then that's maybe. the difference. They're disgusting, and dill pickles are delicious. I'm really an only dill pickle guy, anyway, so I don't yeah. really. Ever you have no them. idea. But sure? here, here's the thing. Well, no, here's the thing. I'm only a dill pickle like the chips, like you get, like you get on sandwiches or the ovals. Yeah. That, like yeah. the plastic has or whatever. Only those. I don't want a whole one. I don't want a pickle spear. You don't like the spear? No, I don't want the dill pickle spear. What about just the circle? Just the circle. That's what I'm talking about. Like the the, the dill pickle. Do you chips like what about the thin? What about the thin long pickles? They're they're thin, but they're they're, they're long. like they're sliced it's like sliced. The, like the yeah. little round ones. Yeah. They're just longer. Yeah. yeah, I can do those. You can do those. I can do those. I don't know. It must just be a quantity thing. I don't know. I just like them in small doses like that. Yeah, but Spe- I'll eat the several spheres of them. are small doses. You you can also just take a smaller bite. It's just diff- it's <laughs> different to me. It is. You There's know, something different to me about. You don't those. have as much skin on those uh, on the on the two that you're talking Maybe about. Maybe that's it. A lot of skin. A lot of a lot of uh, cucumber skin involved in the spheres and the whole pe- in the whole pickles. And when you put it that way. Uh, that sounds pretty gross. So yeah. maybe that is it for me. Guarantee it's a subliminal thing on you, brother. You called it cucumber skin. Cucumber skin. And that just uh, that kind of grossed me out. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll, I I I am uh, one. I'll eat any kind of dill pickle. I'll drink the juice. I love pickle juice. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm game hundred. If you have a little cramp, you drink your drink some uh, dill pickle juice. And, I just uh, drink it because I'm thirsty. <laughs> okay. I love salt, so. You do love salt. That's true. All right, go ahead. What do you got, number two? Because my first one, you gave me one to do first. Okay, number two. Okay. Yeah. This is gonna take a. This has a little premise here. Okay. Oh, here we go. Your swipe left, swipe rights can be stories sometimes. Uh, there, it's gonna be. <laughs> you, Chris, wait. Right I am. You're at a Xavier basketball yes, game. I okay. Am. It's at the end of the year. They're playing Villanova. Villanova is the number one team in the country. This game is whoever wins this game is the Big East regular season champions um it's there's 20 seconds left in the game xavier's up two. villanova has the ball most of the people in the place are standing up Mm -hmm. including the people in front of you yeah the people behind you are excited they're cheering (laughs) they're making noise for the defense yes they're sitting down yeah you stand up oh swipe right yes Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, and this happens to me, and if the guy who sits behind me at the Xavier games right now hey, wants, wants to call in, oh, boy, oh, boy, give you me a You know him personally. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what his name is, but, uh, yeah, I know him personally. Okay. And his wife who well, has not very the lips- personally if you his don't know wife, his name. But- his wife who has the lipstick that's never actually on her lips. It's, like, all over the place. Yeah. I hope he's not listening I to don't this. care. I don't care. Because you know what? He, all he does is yell at people to sit down. Sit down! Sit down! Oh, sit down! You know what? I stood up for, like, a second. 
because somebody had a uh, somebody like had a breakaway dunk and I jumped up, clapped for a second. As I'm sitting down, I'm getting yelled at. They didn't even inbound the ball yet, old man. Shut up. I'm excited. I can't help it. Did he miss the dunk because you were standing in front of him? Uh no. No, he didn't miss the dunk. Did he miss the dunk? No, I didn't I didn't stand up till he hit it. Okay. And the same with the three. Oh, somebody hits a big three. I'm jumping up. You know what? I'm a fan. I pay for that seat. If I get excited and I want to cheer, oh, I hate. Don't sit on your hands. Cheer. Jump. Get excited. That's what we're there for. You're a fan. You're a fanatic. I should be allowed to cheer when something good happens. And if I want to stand up and cheer, that's just a little something extra. I want to put a little something extra on. I'm going to put something. Swipe right. I don't care what you're doing, old man. Stand up. He gets so mad at the end of games when they're good games and close games. He gets so excited. Oh, he's so mad. The whole place stands up, and he's got to stand up. Now he's standing up. You can hear him back here talking. He's talking to his wife. I don't understand. we got to stand up. Everybody stand up. Everybody's going crazy. You know what? The whole place is standing up. You can't yell at everybody, old man. You can't yell at 10,500 and some odd people. Conan, there'll be people. <laughs> I'm sorry. His son sits with him every once in a while. And God, his son's annoying as all get out, too. He's one of those guys that talks about the game behind you, but everything he says makes absolutely no sense or is just wrong. So I can't stand him anyway. Anyway, but he does do this. His dad will yell at somebody in a section to the left of him to sit down. The guy's not in your way. Dad, the guy, he goes, Dad, the guy's not even in front of you. Why are you yelling at him? I love it. In that case, I love you, son. Keep it up. <laughs> Tell your dad his cranky old man attitude. Get a better seat. If you, you go get on the floor, go get some floor seats, and you can sit down all game long. Sit, you get get seats in front of Bob Knight. That'd be the one person I'd love to have you sitting in front of him. Don't stand up in front of Bob Knight in the middle of a game. Um, Sorry, I get very excited okay. about that. So, I can't stand that. So that's another thing that we would disagree on. But I'm not going. I'm not going. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So start before you get excited, but, but about let me tell a game, you. you're at a game and something awesome is happening. No, nope, before you go to stand up, you peek peek behind your shoulder. I don't, of course, I don't care I about do. you, old man. Of course, I do. Now we, we could we could get into a whole long sorry, thing about sorry, that. No, man. we already got into a long thing about Monte Davis. You you do have some very strong support right now on Facebook from I believe the person that you go to every Xavier game with. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, poor guy in a scarf in front of me gets excited. That's exactly right, pops. He gets excited and and he's got a lucky scarf he wears, which is extremely weird. <laughs> lucky scarf, dude. You don't got it, dude. It's the weirdest um, thing in the world. Basketball one, is played indoors, I'll, right? Oh, and he wears it the whole game. He'll take his <laughs> jacket off or his coat off and keep the scarf on. He he, he says one day. He's in front of me, and I was like, he walked in, and he sits down with his wife, and I was like, I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, dude, where's the scarf? He's like, don't, I don't want to talk about it. Don't. And his wife oh. rolls her eyes. She must have gotten in trouble because he did not want to talk about it at all. I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, dude. If they, I told him, I said, if they lose, I'm blaming you. <laughs> <laughs> they won. Xavier won a game, so it wasn't that big a deal. Oh, but I'm telling you. Oh man, yes. I love a lucky scarf. That's so <laughs> funny. Scarf. He's got a lucky scarf. I'm pretty sure the Xavier hat he has is from like 1992 and it's it was white but now it's brown. Like oh this dude God. is this dude's way over the top. I'm all about, you know, like if 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 Xavier wins a couple games in a row, I might wear the same shirt to the next game. But I I don't I don't get I don't I don't you know, I'm not 
I'm not going to. There's nothing I can do or wear that is going to change what's going to happen You're on the court. You're not a lucky scarf guy? I'm not a lucky I am not a lucky scarf guy. Although me and my dad do. We do get a kick out of that. But he, <laughs> he likes it. He stands up all the time and gets his big clap on when something's going on. And that old man is. De- oh, sit down! Sit down! <laughs> sit down! I like your impression of the old man. I can't. Oh, old man. No. I think he's just mad because he's. Big and tall, he's got bad knees. Hey, you know what? I understand. Get that. a better seat, brother. I mean, I don't understand from experience, but I understand that. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, get a better seat. Is that is that really the just the? It's just that easy to say. Just get a better seat. No, it's not. It's you definitely can't not go no, just but you know what? And get a better seat. You can't. But here's the deal. Don't don't complain about it. You you're when you I can oh, when you're old. If Look, you're, you I've know, never you told anyone. Never that that I've never told anyone to sit down, but I've thought it several times. I mean, I'm not I'm not because I've, I've been told to because sit I'm down I'm sure you've times. been told to sit down multiple times. One time I looked back at the lady and I was like, ma'am, I am so sorry. I just get a little excited sometimes. We're rooting for the same team. I just want you to know that we're rooting for the same team. I apologize if I get excited. Uh, it's probably going to happen again. And I sit back down. I, I'm 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 definitely more the the people that are sitting behind you. I'll be honest with you. I'm definitely more like that because for me, Guess I don't you, I don't need I can cheer and be just as big a fan as you are if I'm sitting down. You're as not you're as standing big up. a fan of me as I am of, of because the, you're standing up and I'm not sitting because down. I'm standing up. Just, but that's what I'm talking about no, though. No, no, but I, that's I get excited. I stand but up. But you and, can. But I can get I can get just as excited as you, but I, not have to stand up. And, you, and block people and block people's view. Me? Yes, inside I can get it. Inside. I don't show it. I don't show it like you do. I have to show it, and part of showing it is jump. Sometimes I jump up. I don't even realize I did it. Well, you know what? Sometimes I'm all of a sudden I'm standing up and nobody else is. If you need to do that, get a worse seat. Get a get, worse get, seat. Get, so get a, I have to sit in the nosebleeds. Get it. You have to sit in the nosebleeds. I have to have my back to a wall if I want to stand up. Yes, it's, because that way you're you not ruining the experience for everyone else. You know what, old and man? And you're still having the same wonderful experience, except I, you're further away from the court. Sorry. Yeah. Well, hey, I paid the same amount of money as you did for the seat. If I want to stand up, I'm gonna stand up. You I could. paid for the you seat could. and the air directly above the seat. I paid for that air. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, no? You, no, 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 no. So then nobody can stand up. Well, yeah. You so can, you want you every, can stand up. It's game, just about being considerate. During the game, the, you want everybody to sit down and just. No, it doesn't have to be the entire. T- all no, these old, all these old blue clap. hairs. You're going to be an old blue hair at a game. Who? Well, that's a, what most of the senior <laughs> fans are. It but, is. Um, no, that's not fair to say. It's but the truth. It, it's. I I I understand. Now I'm not a guy that's going to yell at everybody to sit down, but it I get you. it. I get it. Look, Here, here's if, the deal, if, especially if nobody else is standing up. Okay, so so here's so here's the deal. All right, look. All right, so uh, Xavier, Xavier, let's say, or whoever you're you're at a game. The team you're there cheering for is down by five with I don't know, safe down by five in the first half with with two minutes left in the first half. And they get a breakaway dunk and then come down, get a steal, come down, kick it to the corner. Dude hits a three. All of a sudden, it's tied right before halftime. He hits that three, and I jump up and clap for, I don't know, five seconds. Did I ruin your experience of the game because you didn't see the ball get inbounded for one tenth of a second? No, that's the thing. If if you don't miss anything, if it goes in – 
you stand up, then you stand up. They might call a timeout or, or whatever, or they chase the ball down. Normally, and go, that's what happens. And you're already sitting down. Look, my butt then, might be off the seat, but I don't stand the, up till it gets in, till the ball's in the basket. I mean, I'm like, go, 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 go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm on the, I'm on the, the other side, I think, but it's, uh, it's okay because any game I'm going to, I'm going with you. I'm sitting next to you, so yeah. I don't have to worry about it so, anyway. No, but it will still annoy. It won't annoy you, but you will I'll be, be concerned for the people ar- be, around yes, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You. you will constantly be feeling bad for everybody around me. <laughs> Just uh, behind you who can't see. I'm, right, or, yeah, exactly. All right, so swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> We're still in this somehow. Uh uh, let's see what do we got here. LeBron better superhero than Michael Jordan. Sorry. LeBron better better superhero than Michael Jordan in Space Jam. I, I should have been at the Eastern Tennessee State game. If you had to stand up and get crazy at the Eastern Tennessee State game, that says bad things about Xavier. I'm sorry. Okay. Better better actor they came back from t- down 22 points in the second half in that game just to let you know if, if that's they were, exciting if they were down that much to that team yeah big big problem there was it was then a you big shouldn't problem. be excited it's all right they made it to the elite eight again or sweet 16 then you can get excited okay just your, needed a little your, test your swipe right swipe left swipe Ooh. right question lebron james is going to be a better superhero than michael jordan in space jam uh i I, well, I want to swipe left. I'm going to swipe right because he's just he's just a superhero. No, uh, I swipe left on that. I swipe right on he will be one because the technology in 2018 will make this movie and make him look so much better than the technology in 1996. Yeah, did Michael Jordan? Yeah. It, it will be just a better produced movie. With better visualization than some famous the first guys producing it too, isn't he? Uh, yes, the man who directed Black Panther. Aha! That was a good movie too. Is uh, I never saw it. It was good. I got it. Um, so yeah. that'll be. I'm telling you right now, though, LeBron James. He just he just looks more like a superhero. Like he just looks well, like a dude that's he's gonna, built like a freak. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's gonna. He's perfect for this role. Well, there you go. Way better than Blake Griffin. Is it a Griffin. superhero? Was he a superhero? Well, I, I would consider really. him a superhero to help the Toons uh, come back against the Monstars and, and defeat the Monstars to save the planet. Yeah, 100%. Okay. That's a super. He saved the planet. Okay. Okay. I, I'm fine with I that. I wonder who the other players are going to be. Does anybody know? Well, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony. All his friends. I know. <laughs> the banana boat crew. Uh, the banana bo- I got the banana boat shirt I'll on I see it. Yes, he does. Um, you might be – I would bet his friends get cameos in this movie. There's no doubt. But I would, I would hope if you want the – and I'm sure there are going to be some legends as well in this thing. I – Shaq. I like to see Shaq. Shaq's going to be in it. Shaq's in everything now. Yeah. I, it would make the most sense to get Michael in this movie somehow. Just a little good cameo luck. at the end or whatever. Good luck is right. Good luck. Because he's probably not going to want to do it. But right. 
to fit him in there for just a little he like feel 30 like second he thing would, or something. It, you'd have to talk. The only way to talk him into it was that would be to make him feel like by him coming in at the very end and doing something like that. That's what it would have that to be. He would be one upping LeBron as the superhero in the movie. That, they, they, it would have to be a one up. Maybe, maybe it. LeBron gets them like they're down like a thousand and LeBron gets them all the way back and they're still down. They're still down one at the very end with a last possession or whatever, and Michael walks on the floor and gives a little nudge to to Brian Russell and oh, steps back. Oh, Brian Russell's on the monster. A little stars. nudge is all it was. It was not a push, by the way. If you look at his and hand, he, he didn't even really push him. I mean, thank like, you. Oh hey, man, I'm I don't so understand excited. That, that we is the dumbest. Today. Everybody's like, I pushed him away. No, look at his look at his arm. When yes. Brian Russell's flying away. Michael's arm doesn't continue forward. If he was pushing him, it would continue forward. It his hand he had his hand on him, but it it, it wasn't like he pushed him. That's the that's ridiculous. Thank Anybody you. that says that crap. Thank you. Yeah. So there you go. I would that right. would be cool to see Michael. I would see it. It'd be nice. All right. So uh you got one more? Uh yes I do. Dwayne Wade. Oh, swipe right. Congratulations, <laughs> Dwayne Wade. I just hold swipe. on, hold it on, hold doesn't on. Doesn't matter. Hold on. All right, go. That's not it. Dwayne Wade always... is a top five shooting guard of all time. Top five shooting guard all time. Which is tough off the top of your head because um, then you got to try to remember all the best shooting well, guards. Well, I mean, I mean, Michael was a shooting guard. Kobe he, Kobe was better. Michael was it's better. It's too. Uh, yeah, but, but when you start getting into the best players of all time, you're getting into different positions. you got mm-hmm. Magic, who would be considered a point guard. I right. would consider him, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you talk about Wilt and, and uh, right. and those Shaq guys are and all those guys guards. are all big just guys, talking shooting obviously. Um, so Jerry, just trying to think. Jerry West. Jerry West wasn't a point yeah. guard? No, shooting guard. Okay. Maybe, maybe. No, he was a shooting guard. LeBron, small forward, I would assume, would be what you would consider his position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, man, top five of all time. Yeah, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller. I, he's better than both of them. Okay. I'm going to say five just because I can't think of two others, but I'm going to put him there. I love – I do. Dwayne Wade was my favorite player for a while. Before, I mean, I loved LeBron. Obviously, LeBron is my man, and I love LeBron like he's – uh, you know, my sister or something. But I'm going to tell you right now, Dwayne Wade for a long time he looks was my a little dude. bit like your sister. The, the very first pair of shoes that I ever had that cost more than 50 bucks, I <laughs> bought myself were a pair of Dwayne Wade's. And uh, I love those things. They only touched the hardwood. I retired them, never wore them again. They only touched the hardwood or the tile, depending on what, what court we were at. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the St. Dominic's gym probably had tile, but tile. I, they never touched. St. Dominic's gym, but when you retired him, was it halftime or did you finish a game? Uh, they finished the game. Okay. Yes, and it wasn't me. They, uh, they, when they decided they were going to retire, they did not walk out on my feet. They, they took one for the team. They knew at halftime when, <laughs> when, when I wasn't jumping very high anymore that they were done, and it just hit them that the game was over. They were done. Uh, that was it, though. Very nice. That was it. Oh. James Harden no. is is is, is James Dwayne Harden. Wade better than James Harden? 
Carl Randall. Hard to say because James Harden still got a lot, got a lot, got a lot of time to to, to become something. So that's true. It's hard. I got to. I don't. Current. I don't want to compare it. Dwayne Wade announced that he's gonna. This is his last season. He's retiring. So it. I, I'm just calling it all time that are retired and done. Yeah, I put him there. Harden still got. He still got five six years long left. So he's got a long way to go before he gets into into the discussion. So. Did you see? Did you see the video that Dwayne Wade released to announce his retirement? No. Was it? Was it? An, was he in a YMCA gym dunking on a bunch of old white dudes? Because no. that's like all the videos I've seen here lately. He tried. <laughs> he made like a spin move on some on some like five eight fat white guy, and then went to dunk and just barely got <laughs> over the rim. <laughs> Listen, I a lot of people don't think so, but I think Dwayne Wade can still play. He's not the same Dwayne Wade, of course, he was nice. in his prime. I think he can still play, and he can be a pretty decent contributor to a team. He's not going to be your – you're not going to run the offense through him all the time. He's no. not – he can't have a high usage rate. But he's he's still a nice player, I feel like. Here's the deal, though. He obviously can't play for a team that's going to be competitive because he's already got a stigma. I mean, LeBron is his boy. That's his best friend, and LeBron was like, dude, you – you it ain't cutting it out. here. You're not you're not working hard enough mm-hmm. to play here. We I realize that you're not going to be the man. You realize you're not going to be the man. In fact, you're probably only going to play uh, you know very few minutes every game or there's going to be a lot of games you don't play at all so we can get you minutes at the end of the year, which was what they were planning on doing with him. And then you know, he 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 wasn't practicing hard and LeBron called him out. When your boy calls you out for that, yeah, I, I I'm surprised he said that he was going to play one more year. Well, I, I would bet that that's that's one of the biggest determining factors in his deciding that this will be his last year because that happened. Because yeah. he realizes now, you know what, I, if I can't perform, if I can't practice the same way, if I can't work as hard, or I'm not just willing to, that's what a lot of a lot of guys, that's when they call it quits is when I when I just don't feel like putting in that same yeah, when I don't want to work, go to work that it takes to be a really good professional player, that's it. Yep. But his the video that he released was something I don't think I've ever seen before. It was really cool. It was just Dwayne Wade. There was no music. There was no other sound other than his voice. Completely dark background. It was just him in front of a like a just a black nothing. Yeah. And he just spoke for like five or six minutes. It was maybe almost ten. Just about his career and and his where he came from and his decision, you know, what made his decision to to call it this last year and all these feelings he had and it was just i thought it was really cool he got kind of emotional it It was really cool because it was just a really simple really really simple video of him just talking yeah and it was i I thought it was really cool he's a chicago boy right he is yeah yeah he is but he'll finish his career in miami which is what he, he wants to do yeah he he played harder than just about anybody I've ever seen play. He was like an Allen Iverson type where like when he was on the court, he went all out and you know, so it's hard it's got to be hard for a guy like that to not not be able to practice hard or play hard anymore. So, mm-hmm. yeah. This will, I, this will be his 16th season. He's a 12-time All-Star, won three championships. Hall of Famer. Swipe right. Definitely. Dwayne Hall of Wade. Oh my gosh, there's uh, absolutely he's, he's no doubt about it. He's got three rings. Uh three rings uh one of them he was the man on that team uh, even mm-hmm. though yeah he had Shaq but he was that, the man. Was, that was his team it was his team so yeah there you go I I swipe right to Dwayne Wade for sure right on all right so uh let's see here uh well while we're here we got a few minutes left let's jump real quick uh the Reds 
suck. Uh, the Reds still suck. The one thing that I was excited about this year with the Reds is I thought that by the end of the year, we were going to know, we were going to have a good idea of what this pitching staff was going to look like in the future because our offense is going to be good. We knew for two years straight now our offense is is lights out. We can hit the ball with anybody. But this was going to be the year we had about a dozen guys, it seemed like, at one point that could start for this team. But in reality, it was about seven or eight. I don't see anybody like Castillo has been locked in here for the last couple weeks. Lorenzen pitched the other day, which I, if that's what you're going to do, why, why start now? They, they, they had you, we are further away from knowing what our, uh, what our starting pitchers are going to look like for next year. than we were at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's not um, going to be Matt Harvey who pitched today. Well, I mean, honestly, you think they're going to resign him? I wouldn't be surprised if they can. And here's the thing, too. Oh, jeez. Here's the thing: if they can sign him for a really cheap deal, that's not going to hurt if it doesn't work out, like it does Homer Bailey right now. Right. <laughs> if they can sign him for a cheap deal, I have no problem with them bringing back Matt Harvey. He's not as old as I think most people think. I think he's still in like twenty-seven. 29. Yeah, is 20, he twenty-eight, uh, twenty-nine, yeah, something like that. Something like that. But he's, you know, and he hasn't been awesome. But he's been one of the more consistent pitchers on this team since he's been here. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's been pretty decent lately. Uh, so he, I don't really have a problem because, look, if Stevenson's not going to work out, if Cody Reed's not going to work out, if all those guys that have kind of been on that brink yeah. ha- are not going to work out for the last few years, then fine. I mean, if – I, if I Matt feel Harvey's like no, one of your right, five. I feel like so right what? now nobody's. But but I feel has Matt Harvey been any better than some of those other guys you just mentioned? Well, yeah, because he's been more consistent on the big league level. Those other guys c- couldn't even couldn't even make it up here because they weren't consistent enough in AAA. I, I see Disco on this team as a as a, as a contributor, obviously, and, and Castillo. So you got two guys out of this this the the eight or nine guys that they had possible that and and you still don't know if Garrett can can start because they're never well he's still he's he's still on the DL no he back he, he's he's back so so you you you're not going to find out what's going on with him because they're not going to put him in that role for some reason um, but you got to he he he's going to be he him and Lorenzen are obviously the next two that they're going to try to work innings up they did it with Loren they're starting with Lorenzen now mm-hmm. so. I don't know. It's just it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating when you have a team that can hit with anybody and we can score runs. We can score runs. We have a great offense. And you got nine pitchers out there that you want to try to get in and you think by next year we're going to have something good looking and they are so far. It's so far away. It's frustrating. So are they going to let Scooter Jeanette walk and take the money that he would get and try to sign somebody. I mean, they don't ever make a big splash in free agency, especially for a pitcher. But <laughs> man, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, with this team, I have no idea because I kind of feel bad for the general manager because I feel like the general manager doesn't have as much control as he should have. I feel like the ownership gets involved way too much on the player personnel side. Uh, I've heard – I mean, Jockety has talked about it. Jo- I mean, Jockety would would say about – you know, when he was there. I, I just – I don't know, man. I, I, I just I just feel like we're spinning our wheels. It'll be interesting. I, I hope they do something, make some kind of splash in the offseason. I don't know that they will, but um, – or I hope somebody just, like, really turns a corner. But it's going to take more than one guy anyway, so – I don't know, but you know what? 
I, this time of year, I, I get excited about other teams, to be honest with you. If the Reds aren't in it, that's right. I That's get right. excited about other teams. All right, so who's your team then? Who are you getting excited about? Because there's some great pennant races, or some great pennant races. There's some great races, uh, division races right now in the National League. Uh, the Dodgers now have won two straight against Colorado, so they are uh, in the. They are they're leading the West, uh, which good for them. Um, Atlanta up five and a half. That's pretty much over. The Chicago, uh, Milwaukee is is three games back. That's going to be tough to jump, but they're going to be a wild card team. So, you know, it's this is it's coming down, man. It's getting fun. It is getting fun. Yep. And my team, my team is everybody except the Yankees. To be honest with you, yes, um, I'm, good. I'm good with that because I because I really kind of like just about everybody except for them and maybe one or two other teams that I don't care about that much, but. Um, the teams that are in it, though, uh, you know, Cleveland already clinched their division. Boston already clinched a playoff spot, and right. they're ten right. and a half games over the Yankees, for, so they're just about to clinch the East. Um, it's going to happen pretty soon, probably, because the A's have dropped a, a couple of games. Yeah, back the A's dropped a couple, and I, I really thought they were going to catch Houston, so I, I missed that. But I'm going to tell you right, I like the A's. It's going to be the A's and, and the Yankees mm-hmm. in the play in the in the play-in game. So. I hope, and you're gonna and you're gonna be upset that the that the A's won because the Yankees had to play in that game because the and the no, I'll be happy when the A's win, but I'm gonna tell, but I'm still gonna say that the second best team in the American League had to play, made it to the playoffs, but only played one game, and you're the second best team in the American League. That's ridiculous. Early on, and I don't know if he's still on, but ridiculous. Early on in this podcast. Steve Snodgrass was on, and he kind of mentioned that. He said, "Do they do they need to reseed once the season, the regular season, is over uh, because of that situation?" Um, I'm I'm okay with it staying. I know you you're very you feel very strongly about yeah something needing needing to be done to eliminate what's about to happen here. Um, but I don't care if you reseed. I got no problem with that. Put the two the the you you if you are one of the two wild cards, you're one of the two wild cards. If you win your division, you win your division. But if you are two of the uh, five teams in there that are the worst teams, then sorry, you're you're down. You're then you're playing in that one game wild card. So the two teams with the worst record, whether they win their division or not. At the end of the season. Uh, see, I hate play. that. That's so tough because you win your division, that's what you play for. It, it, you know, but I don't know. I, I think one game's stupid. You know what I think. I think playing a one-game wild card is stupid. I think it should be a minimum three games and just go from there. So that is, that's the that's the solution three games. you're offering a three-game series. Three-game series. Uh, the whoever has the better – whoever has the best record gets two games and the other team, it's 1-1-1. One, one, one. Okay. Home – Game game one and three. Yep. For the team with for the, the team record. with a better record. Okay. All right. Never work, but you know whatever. <laughs> I look. I they're all about adding games because that means more revenue. That means more time on TV, more sponsorship. I, it could it could happen. It could happen. All right. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. All right, so don't forget to vote on uh, the obviously on the go to nosebleed sports podcast. Vote on the ugliest man in Major League Baseball history, which is uh, this week is going to be one of the final four games. Rob, Malicote. no, yeah, Rob Malicote versus Don Mossy. Don Mossy's the number one seed. 
Get on Facebook. Check out a picture of him. It'll be on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast's Facebook page. Uh, you can catch Adam on the tweet box. Adam Schmidt 44. At Adam Schmidt 44. You catch me a sick with it. Uh, we will not be here next week. We will not be here next week. Not not going to be uh, – we will not be on the Facebook Live, and we will not be on um, any of the other – Because – I'm be on a cruise. Next Wednesday, when we would be recording, is your birthday. Oh, it is. That's correct. Yeah, next Wednesday would, would be, be my birthday. birthday. Yeah. So here is <laughs> your birthday present since we will not be together next week here. A gift for so, you. So huh? there is your holy cow. There's your gift, and I'm gonna, I'm, I am gonna make you open it on the air. It's gonna be the worst. It's gonna be the worst radio or or podcast, or whatever, because it's just gonna be me sitting here talking about how it's bad radio. Can because I ask you a question? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay. I know you didn't wrap this. You are a thousand percent right. I didn't wrap it, and you're a thousand percent right for why you believe that I didn't because it's done very well. This is done really well. It's, it's done a, very it's well. It's in a bag with a tie on it, all kinds if of. If I had to wrap it, it would be in a Kroger bag, just tied up with the <laughs> handles. <laughs> ah, I appreciate it. He, I got, uh, I got myself a new set of headphones, so I don't have to use my son's. Uh, Captain America. Captain America headphones. Nice. If you want to still use the Captain Americas, go for no it. No chance. I'm I'm definitely going with these. And in case you're wondering, it's got an 18 month extended warranty as well. It sure does. One audio, baby. Hey, I appreciate that. Hey, thanks. Absolutely. Boss. Yeah, my pleasure. That's a great handshake. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yep. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, everybody. Man, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't I know. expecting that. That was at the all. idea. Well done. Wow, I didn't even know you brought that down here. <laughs> Holy cow. Caught me off guard there. Very, very sneaky, sir. Very, very sneaky. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, that, that threw me off a little bit. So there you go. <laughs> Catch us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcast. Uh, tell us what we should make our bet on for betting against the spread. It's currently tied 3-3. Adam, I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure. All Thank right. you. Hey. So for Adam Schmidt, I'm Chris Witt. Uh, thanks for listening to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, and don't forget to turn your headlights on.